Our Old Testament reading this morning is from Isaiah chapter 11, and as I had mentioned earlier, this passage is the basis for our message today. Isaiah writes, There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide disputes by what his ears hear. But with the righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox." The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day the root of Jesse, who shall stand as a signal for the peoples, of him shall the nations inquire, and his resting place shall be glorious." This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to paint a picture for you of what it feels like to go home. Say you've been on vacation for for a while and and you're ready to get back home or you're you're ready to go home and just see family and and friends and the familiarity of your home and the, the comfort of your own bed. Every day I enjoy going home after work to see Sarah and and Faith and of course Roxy who is the most excited to see me with her wagging tail and and uh, and cuddling nature Uh, she my dog loves to to welcome me home see home is is safe when you do travel for vacation you you long to hear from your loved ones that they've made it back home safe and sound today Isaiah peers into the future and foresees the day when all who believe and trust in the stump of the, of the shoot from the stump of Jesse, namely Jesus, will arrive and bring us home safe and sound. Imagine what it will be like that day to go home to our eternal home, the new heaven, the new earth. I spent some time recently at the, at the deathbed of an individual, and we spoke of what it would look like to go home. See, the longer you live on this earth, the more and more people who have died that you know and love, the more people that we long to see in eternity. So imagine seeing them, hugging them, kissing them, holding them, and just being with them once more. Imagine what it would be like to see Jesus, to look God face to face, to imagine what it will all look like 
Now, we get many pictures in Revelation about what that will be, but, but they're metaphorical because we don't know exactly or we couldn't conceive precisely with our limited subhuman minds what that will look like. But imagine relationships that are completely and totally perfect. Isaiah paints the picture today of predator animals coexisting with prey animals. And maybe it's easier to describe what, what eternity this kingdom of God put right will look like by what won't be there, right? Because there won't be any sickness, no terminal disease. There will be zero cancer. There'll be no homelessness, no poverty, no hunger. There'll be no presence of anything that could destroy relationships. No mourning or crying or pain. No fear or envy, no jealousy, no comparison, no war, no religious wars, no worship wars. There'll be no more doubt, no more mistakes. But unfortunately, today is not that day. Today we are stumped, as Isaiah put it. Now I imagine that there's every single one of us, if we were asked if there was something that we would like to be restored about our current homes. Things that we wish were restored. Maybe marriage relationships or, or your physical health or your mental emotional health. Or maybe as you look around to see things like poverty and hunger resolved. Or maybe closer into your soul that guilt or resentments that you hold. There's really far too many things to even list. Now, if for some reason that doesn't describe you and, and you find yourself today living in a blissful utopia, then it becomes easy to, to fall on the other side of this horse and make a mistake of loving this life too much. Yeah, I love Florida. I love the heat. I love the ocean. I love the seafood. I love my house. I love my wife. I love my daughter. I love my dog. I love my job. And it becomes so easy sometimes to want to build up the kingdom of here and now and forget about the kingdom of God and maybe even that whole concept of Jesus sometime returning to take us all to live with him in this perfect world put right just seems a bit like a fairy tale. And so Isaiah tells us about this stump this morning, the stump of Jesse from, from whom this tree of an amazing kingdom through David grew into a tree of generations of kings was cut down. David came from Jesse and was named by Saul to be the next king after Saul and that mighty reign lasted a long time and, and David, even after making disastrous mistakes and grievous sins, maintained his heart for God. But this great tree, this family tree of David, would ultimately be cut down, and the reign would end. See, Israel would be carried away into exile by Assyria and Babylon, and that stump appears rather dead and lifeless. After 400 years with no king on the throne, that's a pretty dry, dead-looking stump, and it wouldn't be too far-fetched to be tempted to give up hope. And yet this morning, Isaiah says that there will be a shoot from this stump, and that will be, that will be Jesus. 
the shoot that's coming forth. This, it's, the, uh, it's the whole story of Jesus, the, the birth, the life, the death, the resurrection, the ascension, and the promised return. Just ponder that, what looks dead, bringing forth life. And Jesus, when he was on the cross, even had that moment where it looked like that tree of life was cut down to a stump as he breathed his last. And as he paid the price of your sin in full and said, it is finished. Well, the shoot happens at resurrection where death cannot contain our God. This stump of the cross grows the shoot of the tree of life, renewed from the garden. Every time we come to the Lord's Supper, we receive the fruit of that tree. As we look around us, it's easy to think that this world is more and more dead all the time, but it's important that we fix our eyes on what it will look like to see the world put right, right before our eyes. Isaiah writes this, The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fatted calf together, and a little child shall lead them. This is the, the recreation of the world. The world put right. The wild and the domesticated coexisting. Survival of the fittest will be no more. Death will be no more. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. This moves from ferocious animals to deadly reptiles. There is nothing on earth in all of creation that I fear more than snakes. And I blame that on Genesis chapter 3. And that enmity curse that God put between humanity and the serpent, I take to heart. But what we see here is this little child with no fear of the serpent. The serpent's fangs have been removed. Satan is rendered harmless. And Isaiah speaks in here of the reversal of Genesis chapter 3. See, the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus and empowered him to do what he did. That same Holy Spirit descends on us every day to bring transformed life and, and a total recreation in us, not just sometime down the road, but in the here and now. But sin cuts us off, right? Sin divides us from God. Up on the, on the screens, you see a picture of, of a garden that I once had in Michigan, and because this garden was, was plagued by little cute furry rabbits that would steal my produce, we had to produce a fence. And so I cut around our pond, I cleared a bunch of small trees, and I used those small trees as the posts that you see in the fence right there. See, we are cut off by sin, but in Christ we are transplanted and transformed with new life. You can see in that far corner that one of those sticks that I stuck in the ground put out roots. And from those roots and that stump of a fence post, it grew into a tree. I want you to know that, that if you feel like your sin has somehow cut you off from God, that through worship gatherings and spiritual formation groups and community connections, you are re potted, replanted, transplanted by God. 
to receive his Holy Spirit and begin to grow new, transformed growth. That we become little shoots off that stump of Jesse. That Jesus, working in and through you, begins to bring new life, new growth, new transformation to you. That you begin to live new lives of freedom, that you are set free from the law and free to serve God in joy, that you live transforms of lives of joy as you gather together in worship and praise him every single day, that you live transformed lives of sacrifice, letting your faith impact who you are and how generous you can be with your time and your treasures and your talents. And you live transformed lives of renewal every single day, knowing that you have a fresh start with God knowing that he is busy growing new life in you. And as you do that and you receive that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you begin to see an entire community coming alive to the power of life in Christ. Imagine. May the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.